Welcome back to the Foreign Desk. I'm Lisa Daftari. We have a special, special program for you uh, here tonight. Battling the mob. We have social media super influencers who have used their platform, put their careers on the line, lost followers, all to defend Israel and to defend Jews. Who would have thought, right? To defend what they believe is right and to be punished for it on their social media platforms. I'd like to introduce our guests for tonight, Moti Ankari. He's been working in the fashion industry for nearly a decade. He studied advertising and marketing communication at FIT, garnered over 300,000 followers on his social media platforms as one of the original menswear fashion influencers. He launched his blog while he was in college and at the same time managed to land a dream role working for the director of GQ. He styled Rami Malek, Julian Edelman, Sophia Bush, Nick Jonas, and others. And at the same time, through his Instagram, he worked with brands like Dior, Armani, H&M, Paul Smith, Ferrari, Verizon, Ritz-Carlton, American Express, and I'm leaving out many others. Welcome to the show, Moti. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Next, I'd like to introduce my good friend, Dr. Sheila Nazarian doesn't really need a an introduction, but she definitely deserves her wonderful, amazing bio to be read. Uh, board certified plastic surgeon, of course, private practice in Beverly Hills. She also has a master's in medical management from USC Marshall School of Business. She's also an assistant professor of plastic surgery at USC, the founder of the Nazarian Plastic Surgery uh, Center Spa, I'm sorry, Spa 26, Skin Spot e-commerce uh, site, the Nazarian Institute, where she brings thought leaders to teach business owners in the luxury space to think big, branding, innovation, and growth. Dr. Nazarian is also the star of a new Netflix original series, Skin Decision Before and After. Breaking news is that she's nominated for an Emmy Award through this show. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and you heard it here first. <laughs> and she's married to another wonderful doctor, neurosurgeon, Dr. Faradun Mobin, and has three wonderful children. And last but certainly not least, Shiran of Styled by Shishi on Instagram. She is wife and mom of three amazing boys, fashion enthusiast turned full-time content creator with the most appropriate title shifting depending on the time of day. I loved how she said that, so I wanted to read it the way she wrote it. Uh, she enjoys sharing her daily motherhood chronicles infused with fashion and, of course, a much-needed dose of humor. Welcome to the show, Shiran, as well. Um, you know, I, I, it's been a long time. I've, I've wanted to have you, um, all on here and there's so many other people who are deserving uh, to be here, but specifically, um, in, individuals like yourselves that, um, this is not your job to, to defend, um, you know, Israel on your social media platforms or to talk politics or religion or to incorporate it. Um, of course, we're living at a time where, you know, anything goes, meaning people should feel comfortable to use their platform and actually, I'm sorry, are encouraged um, and actually sometimes even pressured to use their platforms to fight social justice causes, uh, to post about things that they're, you know, passionate about, whether it's Asian hate or BLM. But when it comes to Israel, things are different, um, unfortunately, right? Uh, Shiran, I, I loved how you said that you found yourself to be an accidental activist during the recent uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And uh, you said, quote, I felt a responsibility to join in on the effort to defend Israel's actions and combat all the false information dangerously spreading through social media. Um, you know, you have... 70,000 followers of uh, both Arab and Jewish descent. And obviously um, you you thought to yourself at one moment, this is the, the time I'm gonna cross over and start posting about Israel. You probably knew that it was gonna be a taboo subject, right? I totally anticipated um, a lot of backlash. I didn't expect to wake up to like, I don't know, probably two, three, dozen messages, hateful messages from followers that went from talking to me about their postpartum depression as mothers to wishing death upon my children all within the same uh, thread of a DM. Um, it was very eye-opening to me. I mean, I think my followers always knew that I'm, you know, a proud Jew. I am like an observant Jew. I just realize that the moment you talk on the behalf of Israel and you cross over to saying, I am a proud Israeli, um, their feelings towards you change a lot. Did you lose followers during this time? 
I did. I, I actually was laughing about it with one of my other friends who is a proud Jew, proud um, Israel activist, Esther. And going into it, I told her I'm probably going to go down five, maybe 10,000 10, followers. And I have. I mean, I don't have such a large following base like you do, but for me to lose, you know, four or 5,000 followers within a course of 14 days um, is a lot. But, you know, I was happy and fortunate to be able to replace them with a lot of Jewish ones, that ones that are you know, share my views, political, religious views, just, you know, being not anti-Semitic and supporting the state of Israel and its actions. So I kind of was able to, maybe I shouldn't use that word, but ethnically cleanse my following of the ones that wish death upon me and my children when I wake up in the morning to the ones that are, you know, supportive of Israel and likewise feel the obligation to defend us. Right, and how, how ironic, because all of you are using, whether it's fashion or humor or uh, medicine, in Sheila's case, to bridge the gap, right? Nobody wants to, you know, they're the ones who are ethnically cleansing you, because basically, and you know what, for you guys, I, I imagine it's, you know, um, a little personal, right? Because you have people who follow you because they're seeing the ins and outs of your life, the way you deal with your children, the way that you go on vacation, the way that you run your business. And all of a sudden, the same person who is writing you all these endearing messages, all of a sudden is, is unfollowing you because of who you are, what you represent, or your beliefs in, in, in whether it's in a religion or a country. Uh, you know, Moti, before we came on air, you said you lost so many different followers, so many followers, but how this has brought about such a, you know, a, a purpose in you. I think for me, like what, what I should have gone going into, I mean, I've, I've always been vocal for Israel. I've always stood up for Israel, but I've, when I visited Israel, I always post about it. I've been to the Israeli day parade. I've been to Israeli events. I constantly post about Israel because it's part of my identity. My parents are Israeli. My family lives there. So I constantly post about it. Um, I have no shame. But obviously when this conflict kind of arose and kind of escalated so quickly, a lot of people had a lot of strong opinions. And I think I kind of went at it, you know, I obviously went at it strong. I wasn't gonna just not, I wasn't gonna post one little thing. And I was very consistent with it and sharing the entire timeline, sharing from the beginning to end. And um, for me, I think, you know, what, I, I did. I lost like fifteen thousand followers, but I gained twenty thousand followers. But the thing that I had on my hands was fifteen thousand people's ears that I could have changed their perspective. Which I kind of wish I had a better strategy on how to deliver that this message to them. Just because I think there's so much propaganda out there and so many lies and so much false information that people just believe it and aren't even willing to hear you out. They don't even want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear it. They they, they're convinced. Bella Hadid convinced them. Um, and that's what's what's scary. And a lot of them, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, go through my, if, I, if I'm following a friend and like, I'll just see if they're following me back. And some of them, you know, unfollow me. Like these are people that I know from the industry. And it, it's, it, it's hurtful because it almost feels like they're picking a side. Like there's a right side and a wrong side. There is no right side. There is no wrong side. You know, there's two groups of people that are tons of history, tons of conflict. And it's just so hard to just you don't you don't pick a side. If you're if you don't know about the conflict, if you don't know about the history, your number one priority is to bring these two groups of people together and you know promote peace. That's your number one priority, not dividing them. This isn't like black or white. This isn't hate or peace. Like this is two groups of people. So people don't realize that. You know, why do you think, Moti, why do you think that, you know, when when you know, the, the, the average follower, and I hate to say that, but we're talking about people who are on Instagram because they care about fashion and travel and lifestyle, not because they're yeah. there to pick a fight about the Middle East, right? So the average follower, what makes them look at Bella Hadid's posts? Let's say they know nothing. They're a blank canvas about the Middle East and say, oh, well, she has a point, but then look at a post like uh, something on your page and say, wait a minute. I mean, why is it something that, you know, that, that, is that, and we're, we're talking about a lot of of um, people who live on the coasts, like yeah. New York, Miami, Los Angeles. We're not talking, people who have dealt with, lived side-by-side -side Jews who know about, I, or I hope know something about Judaism and Israel and its history. What do you think is rooted inside 
the, again, the average Instagram user who goes through these pages. I mean, honestly, I think they're, some of them don't know the conflict. Some people don't know about the history. And for them to believe, you know, of course, from an outside perspective, if I don't see anything and all of a sudden I see, you know, what's happening through Bella's lens, of course that looks horrible, but no one's asking the questions of how did we get here? Why did this happen? Who led to this? What's the policies? Like no one's asking those questions. And of course for the naked eye, it does look awful. And it does look awful because it is awful, but there are so many layers to it of why we're there. It's not like slavery. It's not like Black Lives Matter. It's completely different. It's not like stop Asian hate. It's completely different. There are so many layers to it. Everything has been put into this whole situation and so rooted that it's impossible for you to just say, oh, okay, here's, here's the whole conflict, pick a side. Like, oh, of course this looks terrible. So when people are gonna A, believe Bella Hadid because A, she has a massive platform, people love her, you know, people love the Hadids. So they're gonna listen to them. They don't, and sometimes they're not, you know, they're lazy. They're not gonna look into the whole history. Also, this is literally months of learning. It's not like you can't learn this overnight. Right, right. And uh, Sheila, in your case, I mean, your case is actually um, very unique uh, in that your sacrifice is on, not only to your social media pages, but it follows you through life. Your real business being your practice. Um, and I know you got a tremendous uh, amount of hate on uh, on Yelp and, and other, um, you know, review pages where these individuals, you know, basically wanted to take you down with one star reviews. Um, can you tell us a bit about your experience and what the backlash was? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, you know, I, my background is having escaped Iran for many of the same reasons um, that are kind of happening now, silencing of people, propaganda, uh, revolution, and look at the situation that the people of Iran are in now. So when I started you know, hearing these little like noises happening, it gave me like it kind of uh, back, like, you know, I just remembered that trauma and kind of the history that my family, which led my leave everything behind and come to the United States. So I immediately from like started posting and I saw a lot of my colleagues posting the propaganda and lies. And I was like, okay, well, they have 120,000 followers with my half million. I'm going to fight back. And there definitely is a piece for, um, as you know, you all know, in addition to an actual conflict and war. So um, I just... I just knew I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't speak the truth. And for me, it was like a, I was spending eight and a half, you know how your phone gives you little notifications. I was spending eight and a half hours a day in addition to being a mom of three and a full-time plastic, uh, just posting. And I got some amazing messages from Israelis, you know, in their bomb shelter saying, you're the only light I see. Now. I've got messages from Palestinians saying, thank you. Speaking, if we up, we will be mobilized and killed. I've gotten messages from other Jews and non-Jewish allies that were like, you know what? I was so afraid to speak up, but because you spoke up, now I have the courage to speak up. So I, yeah. and you know, Lisa, both of you and I have similar. You know, we're, we're both Persian Jews. We have a very similar. Uh, oh, you. <laughs> so. Um, we have very similar uh, traumas. I mean, even before, like about six to eight months ago, I actually started posting about Judaism and what's happening in the LA school districts, EDS, because I realized, like my daughter is four years away from college. If I don't start speaking up now, she's going to get into higher education to speak. What's the point of higher education if you can't have nuanced discussions? So I just started speaking up. And then when it happened, I was like, boom, I stopped posting about surgery. I stopped about my skin. I stopped posting about everything else. It was just straight on, you know, defense. I lost in the first two days, like 5,000 followers. And so like my Instagram's like this. So it was like super scary. But at the same time, I feel like with the Netflix show and sort of there's only one of me I had, to, you know, so my practice is busy. Out. So I feel like I'm at the point where it's like I'm at the F busy where I can sort of find and not if I lose some patients because there's always other people to take that person's spot. And I will tell you, we actually 
I've been hugged. I've been kissed. <laughs> and like people are crying in my office, thanking me for my voice. So it's kind of, I was afraid, but when I, you know, really went through the experience over the last six weeks, I actually like, it was actually the opposite of what I thought. And people were so grateful, thankful for my, like, I loved you before with you now. So I think the message that I learned is A, on social media, the sooner you speak your truth, the sooner you attack your tribe. Amazing opportunities like meeting all of you mm-hmm. being on this podcast come up. Um, and you just start getting these amazing opportunities that are super aligned with core values. Mm-hmm. That I didn't do it sooner. So it's almost like one of my friends said, you got to pull out the weeds to let the flowers grow in the garden. Mm-hmm. So, like the weeds have been pulled out and all the flowers are just filling my life. So it was Amazing. a really uh, tough decision and a courage to sort of make that leap. But I'm so, so glad I did. No, it's it's it, what's ironic about it is, um, and and I've I brought up all your names. I was I was at a dinner party during the uh, Hamas Israel conflict, and someone said, "Oh my gosh, thank you for your work on work on this topic." And I said, "Thanking me, this is my job." You know, I've always been talking about this topic, other other you know um, conflicts in the Middle East. This is my job. I don't need to be thanked, but I brought up all of your names and others, um, of people who don't need to be doing this. You don't need to be losing business. You don't need to be getting threats against your families. You don't need to be dropped by your sponsors. Um, and you don't need the headache, frankly. And um, you know, it's uh, interesting. This wasn't one of my questions, but Sheila, you brought up. Um, first, I actually will say I'm going to share a personal anecdote with Sheila. Is that um, I was interviewing um, Nikki Haley, and it was you know a, a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And the best surprise was that um, Sheila showed up to um, introduce me. Um, you know, obviously somebody who is very much looked up to as, as a woman of valor um, in the in the Los Angeles community. Um, she was given that honor to um, speak and to get. And the honor was mine for her to introduce me and read my bio. And I remember we took a picture together and Sheila said to me, I'm not sure if I can post this. Um, you know, and of course, you know, Nikki Haley happens to uh, be a, a Republican woman. But I I mean, in her own right, a woman who should be ought to be respected by both sides of the polit- political spectrum because of the work that she's done as a woman. She has stood up um, to injustices on both sides. And, and again, uh, no need to justify, but she should be um, obviously respected on both sides. But Sheila was very nervous um, in that she can't share this with her audience because there will be backlash. And now look where you're at. Um, truly, I mean, amazing. I did. I th- I thought about this first day I saw some of your posts because um, you're, you're such a tremendous asset to this cause. But you brought up something interesting and something a little bit infuriating, frankly, um, as somebody who's on social media like the rest of you on Instagram, particularly, and you know, on all of these these um, you know soapbox you know followers that we have. Um, and I know all of you, um, and I, I, I've been following um, all of you, and I know Moti, for example, you've been on top of every single social justice cause. I mean, if it's about the Asians, if it's about the Blacks, if it's about LGBTQ+, anything that happens, I mean, you're there. You're either volunteering, you're, you're at you know, some sort of event in New York City, you know, and then I'm sure it was kind of, you know, you, you, you felt a little alone thinking, I did this for everyone, and now where are the other influencers? And I mean, Sheila, you brought up the fact that, oh, we're all Jewish. Why, why does that even have to be? It's not that we're Jewish and we're supporting Israel. It's because that's where we believe the justice to be. We That is the cause that we believe in. It's not that just Black people believed in Black Lives Matter or that just Asians believed in Stop Asian Hate. Right, Moti? Yeah. I, I will say this. During this whole conflict, I was shocked by the amount of people who haven't reached out and the people who haven't said anything, people who usually talk about every single injustice. I received some calls and some text messages from friends, the the ones that I expected to say something, and they all, their response was, I don't think I'm gonna say something, like, it's not my place to say something. I don't feel comfortable enough to say something. And you know, back to this whole, I know you said the Nikki Haley thing, it's just, it's kind of so interesting that um, Sheila said that because obviously things like that also go through my mind when I share things prior to this conflict. But moving forward, the people that got my back are the people I'm going to get their back. Not because 
I, if, if I disagree with them on some things, that's okay. No one can cancel me because of that. You know, they had my back. When I voted this year, I was thinking my friends are going to be there when I, when I needed them to be. When I showed up for every single rally, for every single um, protest, of course I was standing for injustices. But you know, I, I, it's not tit for tat. And I was expecting some of my friends to at least message me or reach out to me or say something or ask me questions. Like ask me what's happening there. Like I want to say something. Can you educate me? Tell me, you know, because it's, it's, not, it's not cool that they're not asking those questions. And it sucks, you know, it's, it sucks. And honestly, the people that I connected with the more, with more is all the Jews. And it's so exciting that I did. I did connect with um, Nathaniel Bazaik. I don't know, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's like a huge actor in LA. Um, he was like on Vampire Diaries and he's so pro-Israel and he's not even a Jew, he's a Christian. And we got just connected off it. And he, I felt like he was like my brother, you know, like I, I just, we, we just were like getting each other's back and like talking about it. And, venting to one another and it was just it was just so so nice having that bond and i feel like i've had that bond with so many other active, jewish so, activists it's unfortunate that they're all mostly jewish but they'll they'll turn around sometimes i hope yeah i hope so too um shiran you know i i'm sure this has happened before right so in 2014 we had uh, operation protective edge and you know throughout the last two years in particular in 2019 and in and 2020, uh, there was a steep increase in anti-Semitic attacks, especially in New York of all places, right? So there was the attack in Muncie against the rabbi and um, the Jersey market uh, that was attacked. That was an anti-Semitic attack and a few others. So, you know, the opportunity obviously presented itself before, but I think for all of you, you decided to cross the line this time. Why this time? I think for the first two days when the conflict first started, I kind of just like wrote it off as like, okay, this is like a tenant landlord issue in Sheikh Jarrah, like it's in the Israeli Supreme Court, like I'm not going to get involved. And I just kind of kept quiet for the first two or maybe three days. My sister was visiting from out of town and I was enjoying her company. Of course, I didn't feel, I felt like it was extremely toned after post about anything else. So I just kind of stayed quiet and was hoping to just write it out. And then, I saw Ariel Charnis, who is like a fellow blogger, huge one, huge empire, posting pro-Israel um, information to her 1.3 million followers. And I thought to myself, who am I, little me, um, to be scared of losing the followers? I mean, uh, Instagram doesn't put food on my table. And if she, maybe it does for her, I think it does. She runs very successful companies. and watching her go through this process really gave me all the courage that I needed to say, okay, like this is getting ridiculous time for me to say something. I spent 12 years of my life growing up in Israel and Israel has always been my home. I've always been very vocal about how much I love um, Israel and we frequently visit, you know, every Passover, every summer. So watching other um, influencers, bloggers, content creators, all of a sudden post, um, you know, pro-Israel uh, graphics, memes, anything little on Instagram kind of really gave me um, the courage I needed to really step to that side and, you know, show Israel the support that it really does deserve. And the nice thing about it is that I found out that so many of the people that I do follow on Instagram are actually Jews. I, I Sometimes I had no idea. People don't necessarily identify themselves, especially like, you know, mothers or like, fashion bloggers as you know Jews and it was all of a sudden so nice to see they're like wow I've been following you for so long I had no idea uh you're Jewish and it right. felt less lonely in a space that we felt like we were really outnumbered right every Jewish person that I learned was a Jew and is pro-Israel I found out that there were so many other ones who are not Jewish, not even Muslim necessarily, or of any Arab descent, but they are so anti-Israel. Like it just, it, it did not make any sense to me. It's amazing. Um, Sheila, same question to you. Um, you know, why this time around? I know there's been obviously so many opportunities for you to share um, your beliefs, political, religious, otherwise. Why this time around? Uh, mine was actually, the opposite. Nobody in my 
Ace was posting anything. <laughs> <laughs> they were opposite. They were posting the propaganda and the, you know, lies. And I just felt like, you know, I have more followers than they do. And them combined, I'm just going to um, represent the And I think, you know, in 2014, I just graduated from residency. So I didn't have any followers. I think I, I wasn't on Instagram yet. I think I was on Facebook. Um, so I don't even know if I had a platform to speak from at that point. Uh, but I, like I said, you know, this is something that I started being really passionate about a couple years ago. And my social media, like, person in my office, it's so cute because when she came, when I was hiring her, she, the social media people, they're always like, well, what's your goal? Like, are we trying to get more patients? Like, are we trying to, like, what's your goal? And I said, my goal is to become as famous as possible to fight anti-Semitism. And this was wow. like. Wow. Wait, Sheila, are you wearing, are you wearing AirPods? I'm not. Well, you're not. Okay. There's a slight, you, you keep cutting out a little bit, but I don't want anyone to miss what you're about to say. Oh. Um, okay. Can you hear me now? Are you on your phone? Let me take it of um, Wi-Fi. Okay. Is that better? Hopefully. Let's hear your story and hopefully we won't miss any of it. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Mm. You know, okay. I think you froze on us now, so maybe come back with Wi-Fi. Is that better? Lisa, can you hear me now? You're frozen now. Oh, I am? Okay, let's go back Wi-Fi. Yeah, let's go back. But in the meantime, I'm going to go to Moti and I'm going to come back to you, Sheila, when you're upset. Sounds good. Oh, okay. Moti, same, same question to you. I'm sure you've had ample opportunity to bring this up. Um, why now? I think, um, you know, in the past, I feel like it has never, it's never escalated to what it was. This, I mean, I, 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 you know, in 2014, I experienced it, you know, over the last two years, over the last year, I've, I've seen things happening on social media, on TikTok. I've seen people that, that it's, it didn't start from Sheikh Sharaf. It started before, you know, there was mm -hmm. a lot of stuff building up. There was um, Palestinians um, chasing Jews in, in, in Jerusalem, throwing, you know, snow at them. Like it, it, it was all a buildup. There was so much other things going on. Um, and it wasn't just that one instance, it was constant instances. And I remember when the first, when this, when, when, when the protests were happening in, Right after Sheikh Shira was happening, there was protests happening in Al-Aqsa. And that's where I started posting about it because I wanted people to see what's happening uh, before people make assumptions of what's going to happen. I, I've already said, I'm like, this is what's gonna happen. People are protesting. I'm like, Hamas just announced that they're gonna um, throw rockets if Israel doesn't leave. And it was literally in five minutes. So like, obviously they didn't give anyone time, um, but you know, I, I was just sharing everything live because I wanted people to see it before all the, the timeline, you know, as you guys have seen that the timeline switched a hundred times like, like this. And if people aren't following along, they're going to pick it. They're going to pick up a part of the story where they're going to forget what led to that part. So for me, I just wanted to keep as much information going on. And I, I was vocal from the beginning. I haven't, I didn't see anyone talking about it. I didn't see, I seen people talking against it. And I was like, you know what? I, I can't sit here and just allow people to, share all these lies like there's so much false information out there right you know like it do i agree with the shake Shara story no but is this what happened is this the just story that this is what happened it doesn't mean that you should be throwing rockets around you know like there's literally it, it's going to escalate and it's going to lead to deaths and i remember saying this ahead of time like people are going to die people are going to get hurt and if you're escalating and posting about it without and and ask and inciting these violences and 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 agreeing with it then you're okay with the product of war. Then you're okay with all of it, you know. And that 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 was for me. That was important. Just communicating the message of this whole conflict and just sharing the timeline as it went. Um, right. I, I just remember, like, I had sponsored content that had to go during those days. I just like emailed everyone saying, "Hey, I have to push this. I have to push wow. this. I, like, I, I I'm not posting about this. I'm not like." And people understood and they were nice about it. Um, and you know, I for four weeks. For four weeks, maybe I pushed out all my sponsored content, like weeks after. Right. Um, and it was nice that they, you know, that they were okay with it. And there's people that everyone's been okay with it. No nicer one, of you. 
yeah. nicer of you to, to yeah. prioritize, you know, this over. And the Sheikh Jarrah thing, I just want to uh, opine just for a second here that there's so many, um, you know, uh, falsified, you know, details that came out about that. That's a case that went to court many times. Yeah. There are Arab justices on the Supreme Court in Israel, first of all. Second of all, where can you live rent free for so many years and not get evicted? Yeah, I, I and I you're you're a hundred percent right. And it's if this happened anywhere else in the world, you're right. I you evict them. But in order for to keep calm and restore peace in that area, as if I was on the jury, I would think you know what, leave them there. Let's, Isn't that that's a bully culture? That's like I, that's like squatting, right? Know, so know, let them live there because if not, they're going to start a war. But you know, but that's what they're doing anyway. And I I I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I just feel like the appeasement approach hasn't worked for any culture any group any i mean look at us in the iran deal but that's a different episode um and i i, I totally appreciate you know everything that you've you've done in order to you know again this is this is your livelihood so right. to take the that's risk right. of calling those sponsors and to say i'm gonna you know hold off on posting your stuff because i have stuff to say um but sheila back to you and you said i want to be as famous as possible to fight anti-semitism if you could pick up from there yeah, so I mean, that was a couple years ago, because once we got the show, that was kind of like my whole goal was to get the show. And once we got that, I was like, all right, let's let's get to work. And, um, you know, still, as I continue and try to gain followers and grow my platform, it's really like, you know, it's kind of like my mission is to fight anti-Semitism and really understand what's at the root cause of it, really call it out. Um, and I just, I always say, you know, I had, um, I was on the Kufi podcast, the Christians United for Israel podcast this morning. And, you know, I really, I, I think that you have to call out the correct diagnosis in order to be able to apply the correct treatment. And we have to call out that hate is taught. We can't be PC about that. We have to call out, um, anti-Semitism in our universities and we have to call out people's past and we have to call out hate and when you know people make comments in our government uh, equating us to terrorists we have to call that out and hold them accountable mm -hmm. with our votes and with our donations um, in order to you know uh, treat the problem so I, I've been calling it racism against Jews um, instead of anti-Semitism because it really is racism and we have to call it out, make the correct diagnosis, and then work towards uh, the correct treatment. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. What I find really unique about all three of you is, um, you know, not only because I know that there are individuals who try to post, you know, something even even mildly, like in, you know, in in the middle, both sides, you know, deserve peace, and they were attacked, and then they backed back down. Um, not only did the three of you not cower to the mob, um, you're still posting. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the conflict's over. What do they say? The war is over. The battle is still continuing, at least on Instagram. It, it certainly is. Um, and the three of you have such a, a, an educational approach of just creating awareness. And I know your posts are, you know, respectful, um, and, you know, again, educational. Your, your attempt is to teach. So I know with Sheila, you're using articles and Moti is using, you know, graphics and statistics. And I've, I've seen this. Um, same with Shiran. Um, you know, what, what made you continue uh, doing this once, you know, the, the war is over, you can go back to fashion and humor and, um, you know, plastic surgery, business as usual, but, but you've continued. Um, Shiran, I'll start with you. I think what I wanted to show people because I felt a responsibi responsibility because I do happen to have a rather large following of Arabs and Muslim and I felt like I need to take this opportunity to show them that we are not what it is that they were taught to hate us from a really young age and that we are, you know, family oriented. We love our children. We're good mothers. We are good wives. I want to take that opportunity to incorporate more um, Jewish aspects so they kind of don't separate being an Israeli from being a Jew and they can see how it essentially made me into this person that I am, that they do for the most part, enjoy following and maybe look up to as a mother that balances, you know, a lot of things together. Um, and I wanted to show them that, look, I am the way I am because of my love to Israel, because I grew up there and I will stand up to it. 
regardless of whether it is trending or maybe you know not very popular thing to do um and i've always done that because this is where i've spent my entire childhood this is where you know my father went to the idf served many 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 years there he's still working with the israeli um army on many different projects so it's always been um very close mission of mine i've been involved with you know many organizations from wizzo to fidf and i've never been shy about talking about it so why should i stop now yeah um Moti, did you find I, you you were recently on a tropical vacation somewhere? I know I was looking at the pictures and just dying in jealousy. And <laughs> where I were you? Up there, you know. Even though I went on vacation, the activism doesn't go on vacation. I know, and but the, was it was it um, was it somehow you know kind of a, a challenge to kind of put juxtapose? Here I am at the beach, but wait a minute, this is what's going on in the Middle East. Don't forget about them. But here I am again at a nice restaurant in uh, where were you? Sorry, in, in Bermuda. Bermuda, right. <laughs> Beautiful, um, beautiful photos. I said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag all of your handles. She was 17 different projects and companies, and all of your handles, so that um, I, I encourage you all to follow these people because they're, you guys are in, incredible content creators. Never mind the fact that you're such courageous pioneers in your own right in this arena. But um, I encourage you all to follow them. And yes, uh, Moti, amazing pictures. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so I, like. Echoing what you guys said, you know, I, I just feel there's two kind of situations here. You know, I, I, a lot of people that follow me don't only hear about what's going on in Israel when it's escalated. And I want to start sharing people, sharing the information. You know, what if there's going to be another, there's going to be another conflict, another war. I want to show people what's leading up to it, what's happening. And it's funny because a lot of pro-Palestinians, um, activists were really loud in May and June. But to yesterday, where are they? Where are they when they're when their people are being beat, tear gas, and shot by rubber bullets by the Palestinian Authority? They're being there's mobs being hired by the Palestinian Authority to beat them off the street, not to protest against the PA. So, where are they? Why aren't they talking about that? Oh, mm -hmm. it's because it's not an attack on Israel. So people are like, oh, let's look the other way. Mm -hmm. You know, where are they whenever Hamas is having literally terror camps? Fourteen-year-old kids are jumping around like fires and holding fake guns and running around and, and jumping up and down. like This isn't camp. This is literally being trained mm -hmm. to be a jihadist, being trained to hate, being trained to... Let me tell you something. If we want peace, peace, is, peace starts with education and educating our youth. If we're not, if this is how we're educating our youth, there will never be peace. That's and right. then people are, are asking, you know, how are children always... Ca the casualties, I don't know, maybe don't get them involved in... Right. Don't put them in a tank. I don't know. Don't 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 use them as human shields. Maybe I don't know. Right, right. And these are all things that are are, are missed by the mainstream media. Um, I will tell you, the foreign desk did cover today that the Palestinian authorities beating down on these protesters, but no one else seems to care. Um, as long as they're not being beaten down by um, Israel, it, it disturbs the the narrative. Oh, the Rashida, narrative. Rashida, the congresswoman, posted something saying she she basically posted something and. And the caption basically blamed Israel about that behavior. It's just so crazy to me how they, mm -hmm. they're twisting it. And like, oh, well, this is what the Palestinian Authority was taught by the Israeli government. Like these loonies, I can't. I, blame the, I, I blame the media in, in some capacity because people can 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 rumor whatever they want, but the headlines don't have to echo that and, and give you know more fodder to- But when um, a Congresswoman is posting that and it's correct. literally a lie, that, right. that for me, you know, makes me question how is she a congresswoman? Right. Exactly. And like, right. like those are the decisions that we have to start making is who are we right. voting for? It's this isn't about right or left. I will support whoever is speaking the truth and is courageous to do so. This is way bigger than politics. This is right. about like putting a man on the moon for me. This is way bigger than any one of us or a political candidate. This is about truth and values. Right. Um, you know, is there a point, um, and Sheila, I wanted to ask you the same question, but I feel like we, we got to it and maybe you can include it in this um, next answer. Um, I know for all of you, it's that you were using whatever you're passionate about to bring all kinds of people together. Um, this isn't about, you know, my, my question isn't about diversity. It's about inclusivity. It's about, you know, um, finding a way to use your art, your passion, your love to 
bring people together to, to, to have a, a similar purpose. And um, I know you all said you, you know, you, you have more Jewish followers now, which is, which is a nice thing. It's not, it's never a bad thing, but you know, is there, you know, a voice inside of you that says, wait, okay, now I'm at this point and I'm not going to back down. You know, I'm posting, um, you know, skincare routine, my Emmy nomination, and then, you know, post about the Palestinian children all in the same day. Um, and I'm going to continue doing so. Uh, if you're not backing down now, is there a voice inside of you that says, but how do I now use this platform to, again, you know, um, mend the rift, bring bring the more people in? I think now that people know, you know, that I'm very Jewish and obviously um, defending Israel um, and also promoting peace, um, you know, for, for all peoples uh, as a physician. I mean, that's the oath that we've taken uh, is to do no harm in any way. Um, I, and I don't think most of my followers are Jewish. Um, 550 plus thousand, how could they all be Jewish, right? So, uh, you know, I think it's just about kind of posting kindness, posting who I am now that everyone knows that I'm Jewish and how I behave. Um, you know, I'm wearing my Star of David and making sure I tip well, making sure I say thank you, making sure I'm kind to everyone and just representing as a Jew as, as best I can. And it's the funniest thing because I was posting all this stuff and then I'm giving a talk to the LA Society of Plastic Surgeons next week on the, a complete approach to vaginal rejuvenation. And it was hilarious because it was like, Israel, Israel, Israel vaginal rejuvenation <laughs> so i mean i think like you know people will get used to kind of what it is that we're using our platforms to post for and what we're passionate about and i think again it the sooner you start speaking your truth the sooner you will attract your tribe that people will not just like you and be uninspired they will be so inspired and love you and you know i just encourage everyone i know it's difficult to find your voice i know it's difficult to take that first step but as soon as you do, it's like the floodgates of goodness open. And it's hilarious because a, a month after I started posting Lisa, we got a Critics' Choice Award nomination. And I'm like, I know, like our show was good. I know there's someone on that like panel that's like, this bitch deserves an award. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like God takes note, you know, I think God says. Or and all the haters are like, God. Just like rewards you for you know, just being true to your core values. And I just encourage everyone to do so. The, the haters are like, gosh, they, they really are the chosen over and over again. <laughs> but you know, I feel that. And I feel like we shouldn't be assimilating. We shouldn't be, you know, hiding our Judaism. I think that, you know, God has a way of reminding us as soon as we try to assimilate and fit in and not be that, you know, we're put on this earth um, to sort of lead the way and be a light, a torch in, in darkness and lead the way. And, and that's our role. And I think as, the sooner we assume that role and take the, that leadership role and show goodness and show, you know, the, those values that we were put on earth to teach others, I think that you will be rewarded in kind. And the more we try to assimilate and be a good Jew and like trembling knee Jew and try to make everyone love us, that's when God like does stuff to remind us like, no, that's not your, that's not your, why I put you on earth. But you know what? I'm going to push back just a second. Cause I, I love you. And I, I love what you just said. And obviously I, I agree, but I just need to play devil's advocate for the moment. Um, but how about cancel culture and the real ramifications? I mean, you know, kids who can't say that they're Jewish on their college applications for fear of not getting accepted into schools oh, or, you know, not getting a job. That's even not true. even, yeah, even in your world. No, but even in your world, there were no, there no. were no, no listen, there, there was there was actually and I'm not going to mention any names, but there were individuals who posted on uh, Instagram that the back and the backlash was so great because this individual was dropped from a, a major business deal. Um, meaning it wasn't something that this individual could af afford to do in, in, in that career um, and went back on, on, on their, their platform because the mob, the cancel culture is so 
it's so strong and and this is the world we're living in. I mean, what's your answer to that? I strongly believe that when one opportunity like that goes, you will get a hundred new opportunities in its place. And I will tell you, you know, my daughter just graduated a Jewish day school and there was an award given to an alumnus every year who represents, you know, Judaism and Israel in a, in a great way. And this girl um, got it and she is very active about her Zionism, very active about her Judaism. And she, guess what? She's going to Harvard next year. So, I, you know, if you are keeping things because of your afraid of cancel culture, you know, you, you are you're going to keep that job, but you're going to hate yourself. You know, and I think it's really important to be able to stay true to your core, core values, love yourself, sleep well at night, knowing that you stood up for something that is you know, true to your core values. You will be rewarded. And you know what? Screw that job that was going to let you go because they're anti-Semites or whatever it is. I think it's really inspirational when people stand up. And, you know, I'm doing this thing right now where, you know, I'm doing the anti-BDS. Any Jewish-owned business, reach out to me. Send me your stuff. I will post for you. I, will, I am the anti-BDS. I will blow you up. Like, just do not be ashamed. You let everyone know who you are. Moti, how about you? You work with some, I mean, huge uh, brands. Um, I, I read some of them in the intro introduction. Has there been any sort of, of backlash or fear that you'll be canceled from any one of these um, jobs or future jobs? I mean, that I won't lie that that all crossed my mind. You know, all of it crossed my mind thinking about all these brands that I work with. You know, I'm not going to name them, but um, specifically, but there's a lot of them that I. I was worried that they're probably not going to work with me after this. And I kept thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm probably not going to work for a long time. But you know what? I will say, just like Sheila said, God really does look after me because June was my best month this in the last year and a half. Wow. It was my best month last year and a half. And although people, there are people out there that are like, you know what? I'm not going to work with him because he's saying X, Y, Z. But there are people out there that are like, you know what, I'm gonna work with him because he is saying X, Y, Z, and he is doing this. So for me, like, I get it, and I, I, I'm not for cancel culture, and I'm not afraid of cancel culture. Um, I almost feel like I want one day to like get attacked because I will fight that that cancel culture so hard, um, and I, I don't believe in it. You know, like it's it's a it's a group, it's like a mob-like group who are filled with hate, most of the time jealousy. And, you know, the, if you notice who leads these groups, it's like Sean King and, and like Diet Prada, who are like, yeah. honestly, they're, if you get, they look like low lives, honestly. Like they, yeah. they look like they hate their lives. They look like they're not doing anything with their lives. The yeah. only way Sean King's is by scamming people for their money. So it, it doesn't, he, right. he growls up people that are upset and are angry and are directing all that anger against you know, and most of the time, a lot of Jews are successful, so he will target the Jews. You know, it's right. it's really, really funny. You know, you, you have to pick out these cancel cultures, and you know, a cancel culture will get canceled eventually. I feel like people are picking up on it now. People are recognizing it. People are like, this this is strange. You know, right. Sean King, right. who's a justice warrior, um, never condemns anti-Semitism, never posts about anything, any injustices against Jews. Sarah Halimi, her story came out. This is something that Sean King would post if he was, if she was any other minority except Jewish. And he, right. he didn't, he didn't post about it, right. he doesn't care. And it just shows when it's against the Jews, he's gonna pick that fight. The Palestinians, when did he ever speak about any other Muslim country? He only speaks about, he only speaks about black people and sometimes Asian people, that's it. So if people are like, oh, he doesn't talk about Jews because he can't cover everyone, well, it's funny he could go against them and he can never he can never talk about mm -hmm. them. And no, this, is, I, I, this, yeah. this is cancel culture. You know, cancel culture, they like to growl up, take their anger out on some on a group of people, typically the more successful ones. I'm not gonna say that we're successful, but we kind of are. Um, <laughs> but you know, they this this is it. This is what they, they, they do. And you just gotta yeah. you just gotta ignore it. Yeah, I, I agree it's gonna be canceled because I think they're setting these standards and then 
then when society applies the same standards back on them, they're losing their jobs, they're getting outed uh, based on their Twitter posts from years ago, and um, it's it's working against them. So I, I do I do agree with you. Uh, so we have a, a little bit of a community here. So the brands, they, the, the people who are being affected by BDS have to reach out to Sheila. Sheila has two models here, Shiran and Moti. She'll, she'll kind of uh, send it your way, and we have a whole uh, anti-BDS campaign right on the show. Um, yeah, you guys are, are just are such you're wonderful ambassadors because you're true. You're true to yourself, regardless. Like she, like Sheila said, that you know that's the real transparency of being on social media is to be your your true self. And you know, none of you gave up on that, and, and that's just the most tremendous thing. Um, Shiran, how about you? Have you lost any uh, sponsors or any? Um, has there been any fear of of backlash in terms of the future of your platform? Definitely. Um, I didn't get any messages saying we no longer wish to work with you, but some sponsors kind of just like, I never heard back from them, but it's fine. If they, if for every one of them that's anti-Jews, anti-Israel, there's maybe three other ones that are pro-Israel and are pro-Jews and share the same beliefs that I do. And I rather work with them. I rather give the business to them. I rather generate sales for them. So at the end of the day, it kind of has a funny way of working itself out. And like Moti said, like June has been a, a great month for me, despite um, losing so many followers. And I, I feel good. I can, I can sleep at night knowing that I stood up for my country. My parents are proud of me. I feel a sense of um, relief, you know, with my children, I can be my authentic self. I can show the world how my boys and I, you know, stand together every Friday and we bake challah together and we get excited about um, Shabbat and all these like, you know, Jewish values that I was raised with and was always proud of. And I like to tie it to being a proud Israeli and someone who spent her entire childhood there mm-hmm. and kind of showcase it to my followers that I do kind of hope look up to me um, as a young mom to old boys. It's wonderful. I, I just want to virtually hug all of you. Um, you know, I, I work in this arena, so I, I know how difficult it can be. I know how harsh it could be. Uh, I know how the mafia mob comes after you. So um, I, I credit all of you with your courage and your virtue and your ability to day after day, um, you know, incorporate your personal beliefs and your desire to defend Israel and the Jewish people with your own platforms. And I wish you all more and more success and fame um, because wherever you go, you know, justice goes and Israel goes and the Jewish people go. So um, thank you all for being here. I encourage everyone uh, to follow um, these wonderful, wonderful influencers. I will tag all of their handles. For those of you who'd like to to sign up for our weekly podcast, go to youtube.com slash Lisa Daftari. And to sign up for our daily email, go to foreigndesknews.com. Thank you all. Good evening, and we will see you next time.